The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Oh, go figure. Look at that. It's the Financial Guys radio program. What the heck is that? It's Glenn Wiggle. Oh, my gosh. And Mike Lomas. Oh, would you look at that? Look at that. Look at that. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free, 1-800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. <laughs> Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the Financial Guys live in studio here. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, Ron Wasco in studio, and a special guest today, Stefan Mahailu. Headphones sound a little odd, so we can get that fixed a little bit. We're having a technical difficulties here, but we're going to be talking about well, we're going to talk about potholes today. We're going to talk about Erie County. We're going to talk about Medicaid. We have so state. much to talk about. I know. <laughs> Is this a nine-hour radio show? It could be <laughs> nine hours. We could fill it, in a heartbeat. It, it really could be. So, if you do want to join us, it's going to be a jam-packed show. So, line up your phone calls early. Eight zero three zero nine three zero star nine three is a free call to sell one eight hundred six one six. Nine two three six. I'm also getting some feedback for some reason in here. We got to turn down the mics or something. But um, anyway, ooh, we'll get that ooh, fixed up. Ooh, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. in. I'm in. Don't All touch right. it. Can you just, Jason? Can you just hold the plug there? Just stand right there, Jason. Don't for nine move. hours. Don't move. <laughs> <laughs> can you guys hear us? All right. We're good, good. to go. You guys are All right. good. All right. Text line is open. By the way, at three zero nine three zero. That's thirty nine thirty. And uh, we do some Facebook Live as well, so you make sure you like our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter, at FinGuys. We're going to be putting some stuff out on Twitter uh, throughout the show today as well. Some pictures of uh, some recent road closures, actually, just coincidentally. It was on the Russian emergency to fix roads. Apparently, they got some money that must have come through so they can actually get some stuff done. Amazing, though, and we'll talk about this today, never a shortage of money for bike paths. I just saw no. another oh, no, no. brand-new bike path proposed, millions of dollars. Yep. Or, or studies to ban plastic bags. <laughs> or studies. Did That's you, right. by the way, did you see the latest? So uh, Starbucks, I don't know if I sent this to you, Mike. Starbucks banned uh, plastic straws. But the tops that they went to create more plastic waste of course than the straws. I mean, is that not liberal policy that they're fine? <laughs> do they, they work do. in government? They should. Well, he wants to. He stepped down as, uh, what was it, Schultz stepped down as CEO of Starbucks to yeah. focus on other he, other things. The rumor <laughs> is he might run for president. They'd oh, be considered goody. geniuses in the in the public sector. Yeah. Put him in government right now. It costs more and there's more waste. All right. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Line up. Line them up. No doubt. They always have the best of intentions, but the results n- Every never, they never work. They just never work. But they keep doing it, though. It's like, well, they'll keep banning plastic straws or banning this, banning that, whatever. Just keep it the well, same. My favorite, though, is like Mr. Polenkars. You know, he did a, a, a $75,000 study on plastic bags that went nowhere. It's like the study to nowhere. The same thing at Peace Bridge. Let's study it, study it, study it. And nothing gets done. Well, I, I even uh, had opposition to the, they wanted to spend an additional uh, 
tens of thousands of dollars to study whether or not we should build and where it should go for a new convention center. Right now, I believe the county has already spent about $150,000, and they went wanted to spend even more. And I didn't make many friends in the Rath building, but I said, look, I'll give you a dollar fifty. Here's my study. It's a dump. It has to go, but you don't have yeah. the money to build a new one. Right, no- <laughs> it just saves you $150,000. Shazam. There you go. Yeah, there's no parking around there. It's not a great location. The place is a dump. Just build another one. <laughs> Done. Dump? And then you just right. throw the quarters on the yeah, floor the way out. Study, right. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Everything's about a study, right? It was like the whole fracking thing. We studied uh, fracking for years. Well, he studied it just enough to, until the see, election was over. Andrew. To see who gave him more contributions to how it was. Yes, absolutely. Just enough to get through the election. And he's like, nah, I don't, we didn't. I don't, no, I don't. it looks like the environment can't you yeah, know, but, can't but handle it. Somehow Pennsylvania must be just a cesspool of pollution. <laughs> all right? I mean, I don't know if you've been to Pennsylvania lately. But yeah, the roads are awful. There. All the oh. trees are dead. I mean, it's just a, it's like Schools, a wasteland. Miserable failure in Pennsylvania. Uh, rivers on fire. Rivers on fire. Yeah, you know, you, you can light your, your your tap water on fire still down there. It's, it's yeah. a horrendous situation. People fleeing left. No, I'm sorry. That's, none of that's true. None of that's true. <laughs> oh, that's, no. here. That's, that's here. Yeah, that's yeah, here. That's yeah. here. <laughs> so let's, um, let's, let me plug the phone line again if you want to join us. 803 star 930 is a free call on a cell. 1-800-616-9236. Let's jump right in and talk about the pothole situation. Like, I guess my, Brutal. My, between windmills and the potholes, these are my two favorite, and socialism, these are my three favorite topics to talk about here. Western New York, and I travel a lot. I, 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 do, I, I enjoy going on road trips. I drive to Michigan. I drive back and forth to Florida. I, I've, and I've driven all in, you know, half the states in the country. And i got to tell you, some states have tolls. Uh, New York, uh, Illinois, um, most do not. That's most about do it. Not have, that's the best. Those <laughs> two, really. Uh, most do not. But yet most have better roads than we do. And, I, and, I, and when we called Mark Poland cars on it, whenever we have a chance to you know, send a tweet at him, it's always about, well, I, I think it was BEN where he famously said, I could raise your taxes, but BEN listeners wouldn't like that too much. Going back to 2012 when he took office, his spending is up by more than $150 million. Wow. It's all about priorities. Right now, we have a current county executive that's totally checked out from the job. He cares more about giving illegal immigrants driver's licenses than fixing potholes. Mm -hmm. He cares more about banning plastic bags than fixing our roads. He cares more about the Paris Climate Accords than maintaining our bridges. So it's really all about priorities. What is he doing? That's not his role. Totally checked out from the job. (laughs) And even look at this school consolidation issue. And I know you gentlemen have talked about it a lot, but Mm -hmm. in some cases it would raise taxes. But this has nothing to do with county government. So that's why I say this guy is totally checked out from the job, is focusing on these liberal extremists. He's starting to make Nancy Pelosi and Bill de Blasio look conservative. I was going to say Bill de Blasio. He's reminding me a lot more and more of Bill de Blasio. Completely ineffective, totally clueless, uh, really unable to to accomplish much of anything. I mean, I, I can't look to outside of a bike path. I can't look to Erie County and say, look at all the things that were accomplished. Yeah, at wow. least when Chris Collins was there, we could say, okay, he's oh. cutting the size of government. He's getting and, the budget line. He ended he, with a surplus. And he put a war, a war chest together. Yeah, I mean, he put, he put $100 million dollars aside. That's right, which Poland cars, I think, went through in what, about a year and a half, was it? Well, you know, and, and keep in mind, too, the, the fund balance was left by Chris Collins. Chris right. Collins was very, very uh, judicious when it comes to making sure that we provided services and had a healthy fund balance as well. But, again, it's someone who has totally checked out from the job and, again, Again, cares more about uh, being a New York City liberal than about actually fixing roads. And I'll ask anyone who's listening right now, are you happy with the condition of your roads? And I think yeah. the answer is absolutely not. And I took some heat because I said a lot of the county roads in Erie County resembled more 
third world countries. Yeah. yeah. And if you go to the That's sort Google of an insult to some of the third world countries, <laughs> though, to be honest with you. Well, yeah. if you go to the Google machine, their roads are in better shape than the ones we've seen in Clarence, Boston, yeah. and a lot of our suburbs. Yeah, well, I'm in Alma, and I can tell you my road looks like garbage. Absolute garbage. It's, you don't even have to go to Alma, though. You can just drive down Walden Avenue. Oh, like yeah. In the middle of the oh, no, no. I just That's where I happen to be. My <laughs> road looks like garbage. But well, I yeah. think the only people who are happy right now, and God bless them, are mechanics. Yeah, yeah. wow. They, yeah. They're making a pretty penny fixing your rims, fixing your dented uh, rims, and fixing yeah. flat tires. Shocks and uh, you know, you know, all that stuff that goes with it. Well, so. in, in Poland Cars' defense, though, guys... Potholes aren't going to vote Democrat in November, so the illegals will. So we got to hurry up and get those driver's license so we can spring the incoming blue wave. That's right. Yep. Uh, just real quick on the uh, text board here, just wondering, are you guys going to pay homage to Jay Blanchard? He's pulling in the Yorktown Monument right now, and yes, we are. He's going to be – he is our special guest coming up at the bottom of this hour. So in 15 minutes, uh, once Jay gets a chance to uncork the champagne, Jay, as we speak, is just finishing – a cross-country bike ride. He's been on for 45 days. Wow. So he Mo- has... Not a motorcycle, a no, no, bicycle. No, a bicycle. bicycle. <laughs> unassisted, no follow car, completely by himself for 45 days. And he's raised a bunch of money wow, for military great. widows. Yes. Oh, God yeah. bless our yep. men and women who serve our country. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Jay is a former vet, of course, or still a vet, I guess, <laughs> former military Air Force. Yep. And I uh, want to do something for uh, uh, military widows. And uh, he's a tremendous individual, and uh, I wonder if he hit any potholes along the way. Let's see. I think he strategically avoided New York. He, he should cycle with a crowbar to make sure that his That's rims right. are bent straight after driving on a county road. That's right. He, he does drive his bike, or at least you know, to um, you know, to, to train for. He was riding his bike from uh, uh, from Alden Town Line all yeah. the way to the office in Williamsville. That's part of his military training, pretty much. Yeah, like if day. you smash the pothole with your bike and then roll yeah. off the handlebars, that's and right. Hop yeah. back on it. It's part yeah. of the military training. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, we will be uh, talking with Jay. He'll be checking in here as soon as he has a chance to catch his breath and uh, uncork the champagne. I know we got to take a break, but I definitely want to talk to you about a fundraiser you had in, yes, in our my backyard, s- my uh, summer family picnic in Elma. Yeah, and uh, Ron is part of. You've been tons. Uh, very involved in the town of Alma. Yeah, Republican unfortunately, Party. I wasn't able to make this event, but I heard it went off pretty well. I do. I do also want to ask you about the Buffalo Billion immigration, and uh, we got a lot to talk about here. So I know we're going to have a to. lot of folks that want to hop on board here. And uh, Mr. Polencars, if you're out there, open invitation. There's still an empty seat for you. I know. Again, you said on Twitter you'd come and tell us your policies and, and defend these left wing uh, policies and the seventy five thousand dollar bag study, but you still don't show up each and every Saturday. We're waiting here for you, and nobody's here. Open I'm invitation a- anytime. I'll carpool. <laughs> I'm almost starting to think there is no defending some of those policies. No, <laughs> no. That's, that's, and that's why they can't. They can't debate. Look, here's the deal: if their ideas were really better, if liberal progressive policies worked, if government spending drove economic growth, Erie County would be a mecca of We'd, economic development. Absolutely. Instead, we're growing at half the national average. So, what does that tell you? It's not rocket science. Even a nine-year-old can look at cause the, and effect. Right? I'll tell you the shame of it is he went through 150 million dollars in a bull market. We're in a, a growth and expansion phase in the country. What happens when we go into a you know short-term bear market? We're in trouble. Let me tell you the big difference here philosophically. My dad was a typewriter repairman. My mom worked in a factory, and they were Democrats. My dad still is a Democrat. And I had dinner with a very prominent Democratic official from the Dems' glory days, and he said, you know what? 
when I worked in the party, we represented the working man. Mm-hmm. Now, liberal extremists like Mark Polonkars, all these left-wing wacky liberals, they represent the non-working that's man. Right. That's right. That's exactly right. And yep. that's a slap in the face to every hardworking union member, every yep. Democrat who pay their bills, they're struggling to send their kids to college, yep. but they care more about letting grown men use the same bathroom as my 12-year-old daughter. That's yep. right. That's yeah, right. That's yeah, their and, priority. And, and i.e. Right. exactly why Donald Trump won. Right, because he got that yep. vote. He got the working class vote. They supported him, and they're going to support him again in, in two yep. more years. No doubt. All right, yep. we're going to take a very short break. If you want to join us, we've got Stefan Mahailu in studio. 803-0930, star 930 is a free call on a cell, 1-800-616-9236. And, of course, the text board is 3930. We've got the financial guys. We'll be right back here News Radio 930 WBEN. Alrighty, welcome back. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, Ron Wasco in studio. We are the Financial Guys live with <laughs> Stefan Mahailu. Did you see that? <laughs> I did that. Mark Polenkars is uh, was uh, going to come in today, but apparently he's at Firestone getting his rims fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to a tweet, uh, or not a tweet, a, uh, a texter, so I appreciate that. <laughs> we have the best listeners. That's really hilarious. Anyway. It's a job stimulus plan. That's oh, what it sure. is. Yeah. Mark's got it all figured out. You just smash everybody's rims, and we're the number one tire go. repair country comp, uh, yep. area in the whole country. There you go. Unbelievable. Yep. 803 and Star 930 if you want to join us. Don't forget, folks, to follow us on Facebook or like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FinGuys. And go to our website. Use this as a resource, thefinancialguys.com. If you need us throughout the week, 633-1515. Again, 633-1515 if you'd like to pop by our office for a complimentary Consultation, and of course, you can always text us here at thirty-nine thirty. Uh, let's talk. Let's uh, we're talk about potholes. You want to switch gear and talk about Medicaid? Well, can I, I ask you so much to talk? Yeah, about. We, sure. did, we did get a text about Medicaid too, and I wanted to. So you actually brought that up before the show that you wanted to talk about. Just the outrageous amount of money we spend in property tax. But before that. Um, we had we. I want to talk about your fundraiser that happened. My family picnic, yes. Yeah, in Elmo. I mean, I you know, I, a lot of folks I think planned on attending, but we they couldn't actually get to your fundraiser. Well, I don't unless know they what had happened. a helicopter, they were. You That's know, right. Just, we you know, we you know, glide in. Maybe. I have an annual summer picnic. This year we held it at the Elma Village Green Park. That's a three thousand seven Bowen Road. So for the first time, we had all county roads that led directly into my fundraiser. So we put it on social media that it was going to be on Bowen many, many weeks ago, over a month ago. So it was in the public domain where it is. And so our volunteers got there very early in the morning and they were shocked that uh, apparently an emergency road closure was declared and numerous entrances roads leading into my fundraiser were closed for construction. Uh, Bowen and the town supervisor did know uh, a week or two before that Bowen was going to be closed, but they did not know and they were not told that all the other entrances mm. at Chair Factory, Bullis, Girdle, the back end of Clinton were uh, an, a miraculous emergency road closure. Mm. What, were they, what were they working on? What was the emergency? Well, I'll tell you, I, I, I've never seen Mark Polenkar so energetic to close a road and fix it. Yeah. That just happened to lead to my fundraiser. <laughs> We've been asking him Don't to fix roads for, <laughs> well, for, for two years, but now... <laughs> well, here's my solution. The here's what I'm going to do. If, if Mark Polenkar has to do his job by me hosting fundraisers, 
I'm going to have a family picnic on every corner <laughs> in every street in Erie County between now and November. Ooh, ooh, ooh. could you do? Could you have one on my road? I'll try right. it at my house. Maybe at my house. There you go. I'll have it right. But yeah, it was. You know, again, I I would See, never. That's, that's the that is be that is a thinker right there. That's right. Well, it's like it's, it was, <laughs> the first thing we thought of was was Chris Christie in New Jersey with Bridgegate. That yeah, is it. Go. Is it a coincidence that every single county road and every yeah. entrance leading to my yeah. Summer family picnic fundraiser was closed yeah. because of an emergency. I don't know, but it was it was quite curious. But like I said before, I've never seen Mark Polenkar so quick to close a road and fix it. I'd like to find out what they fixed, really, because I'm a taxpayer. That that is, if he's just shutting down roads to make you mad, I want my money back. Well, there's a fire. Mark's hall. a liberal. Maybe he'll redistribute some of his own income. To, to you know, make good on what he didn't whoa, whoa, whoa. do there. That's not how liberalism works. They don't distribute their money. They distribute other people's money. Uh, well, and, <laughs> and again, right. uh, the, the Elma supervisor was notified about that one small section uh, of Bowen Road, but all those other roads, they received no notification that they're going to be closed. There's a fire hall on that road. Normally, residents are told. Uh, it's our understanding that there is emergency culvert work being done that ha- oh. just happened to close what every single mean? road. What does that well, mean? we got to get the culverts done. I mean, it could rain any time. <laughs> yes, I mean, right. So what are they going mean, to dig them out? We're That's... almost in monsoon season now. I mean, with, <laughs> with all the rain we've had, I, I, I mean, we, we, oh, we, without sense. the culverts being open, I mean, it would just be flooding everywhere. Well, I mean. And by pure chance, all of our campaign volunteers have the bright neon yellow shirts. Yeah. And so we had to literally station, because there were no uh, individuals waving the construction flags at any of these closures oh, so, they, to, so they closed okay. it up they just didn't have anybody there working oh you saw the massive orange <laughs> barrels you could not get a german tank past these big orange barrels Unreal. so we had to put volunteers at all the different road closures leading up to my fundraiser and there was about a 20 minute detour for people to get there but we had to put people at all of these closures to say this is how you get to Unreal. the back end around clinton to get to bone i want to find out I, I think we should force his hand and, and find out what exactly they did I want to know what they did. I live out there. I'll I want to know right, what they I'll did. Take a ride over and look at those culverts. Are, yeah. They're, they're yeah. totally clean. As of right now, <laughs> we know that there's been no emergency formally declared with the county legislature that, that is required. Uh, it's also our understanding, too, that there's a specific bid book about emergencies. And so if individuals wanted to see and look whether or not those contractors were called as by law, because uh, it's our understanding they were not. Mm, we're going to find that out. That that is yeah. my mission this week to find that out. Hey, it makes it's a move that would make Chris Christie proud. Just the uh, cost of somebody we paid somebody to put all those barriers up to just oh, sit yeah. there for nothing. I mean, of course, it's not his money; it's not Mark's money. And as yep. you're pointed out, Ron, it's that's what liberals do. They don't care about they care about their own money. None of them redistribute. You can go anywhere in this country. I'll take you to the richest places, right? Hollywood, Beverly Hills. They're all left wing, loving liberals, but not they don't invite anybody into their house to spend them. There's no. no illegal immigrants hanging out at the Kardashian house. Well, I shouldn't say that. They're the ones cutting the lawn, but they're not sleeping over. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're not sleeping over them. Pelosi's not inviting kids in, the, you know, undocumented kids in their house. It's yeah, just, they're, well, they're, they're always a bunch of hypocrites. And we so also have the documentation uh, from the county that showed what specific roads or things of that nature were going to be closed, and the entrances on Chair Factory Girdle. If you actually looked at a map. There was really, and, and, and I'm not an engineer, if you look at the map at how the roads were closed compared to the minimal culvert work that was done, it could be deemed somewhat suspicious. Mm. And I just happen to have, <laughs> well, and I just happen to have emergency. a fundraiser. There's an emergency on the, all six roads. I mean, <laughs> what are the odds of that? Like, yeah. did a meteorite hit and just crumble the roads? I mean, what was it? Did a tornado go through and drop trees all over? I mean, come on. Uh-huh.
We'll ask him when he's in studio. Next yeah, time. the chair we'll, is we'll, open. <laughs> sure, I'll, we'll make sure when he, when he fills this chair, we'll ask him when he's here. <laughs> and like I said, I've n- I've never seen count the county I've move so quickly. Uh, yeah, they to fix a road. They, right, they they fix one road every seventeen years. But I think yeah. we have now, a great idea, though, guys. If anyone has a pothole, text in, and then I will have a fundraiser in yeah. front of that pothole. There you go. <laughs> and then they'll block off the road, and they'll fix it right away. Well, they'll but, fix the culvert. We don't know if they actually fix any potholes. <laughs> they did get the culverts done, however. Yeah. So we'll see. They but were going to anyway. use some heavy equipment. Instead, they just sent a few guys there to shovel it out. That's right. Just just rake it out. Uh, just, just a roundup with the spray. We don't have enough money for the real equipment that he needs. No. So that'll be the next one. No. Oh, All there's right. money to ban plastic bags. There's money for studies, but there's not money to fix roads. Well, the way we, they should be. We have yeah. the best bike paths in Western, and in, 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 in this side Wait, of Mississippi. That's the only thing that's new. That's and the only on thing the, that's new. On the East Coast, our yeah. bike paths are awesome. Yeah. All right, 803 and Star 930. Let's sneak in a quick call before the break here and go to Doreen and Clarence. Hi, Doreen. How are you? I am fine today. You guys have really hit me when I'm hot and bothered, and this is just making me even more steamy. <laughs> so how are it's your a family show, man? There, <laughs> <laughs> kids listening to her. Um, I live in the north end of Clarence. We've been from the cars to six Tonawanda Creek, which oh yes, caved in. Six yes. Oh, is that still like you still like drive into the river potentially as you go by there? You can't go through. It's totally blocked off. Right. How long has that been? Oh, it's a whole six years. Six years. Six years. Nice. Supposedly is appropriated, but because they are now fixing Goodrich Road in the north end of town, apparently they can't work on two projects at the same time. At least that's the well. They can in Elma. They can in Alma. They, yeah. They, yeah, they can in Alma. Alma they figured out a way to <laughs> shut the whole area off. I'm having yeah. a fundraiser in Clarence next week. Can you host, please? Yes. <laughs> right on, right on Considered Tonawana, fixed. Tonawana Creek Road. We are, Done. We are absolutely going to play on this. We are going to play on this. That's good. We have to figure this out. We've got to put a website together. Yeah. And uh, we'll just we'll just follow your we'll just we'll just follow your um... Doreen. I got to take a very short break here. Hold on to the phone though, because when we come back to the other side, I want to ask you how your bike paths are. So hang on one second. I appreciate. It. We're up against the clock here. Eight zero three zero nine three zero star nine thirty. You've got the financial guy stuff. I'm a high in studio. We'll be right back here in News Radio nine thirty WBN. Alrighty, welcome back. That's Olivia there, the voice on that commercial. Fantastic new spot, and we're going to have many, many more of those uh, coming up throughout the uh, coming months. So I'm going to work on. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love we it. We got to play in the second hour again. That's that, great. That'll work. Just change the name. That'll work. <laughs> Unreal. All right, let's uh, let's just. The, the only thing Cuomo did. In the last bunch of years, I thought, wow, that, that's actually something that very proactive. It's the Moreland Commission. Yeah, yeah. And the minute he, it gets close to him, he shuts it yep. down. Just surprise him. We don't this anymore. We're done. But one thing yep. that, you know, when you say, well, yeah, you know what? Maybe, yeah, let's be tough on corruption. I mean, clearly, it's a cesspool down there in Albany, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah great. And he shuts it down, right? Unbelievable. But nothing he could have done, by the way, Buffalo Billion. Not a thing. No, he didn't Nothing. Know. He, he didn't know, know anything about it. He didn't know. No. Only his right-hand person right. that was taking care of it. He knew everything that. about it when he was That's shoveling. Right. Here's, it's a, all here's a picture in the Buffalo News, by the way, which yeah. I didn't buy this dish rag of a, of a paper. It was sitting out uh, in the lobby here. But this is, look at these look at these clowns, right? Polling cars. I have like three uh, out of four of them in jail now? <laughs> going to jail? Is that what the... Mayor Brown. You've got Andrew Cuomo, the former Solar City CEO, Howard Zemsky. 
Mr. Zemsky, head of economic development, who genius. doesn't know what the definition is of when when is the when is yeah. the business going to start? That's right. What do you mean start? Uh, yeah, what, what is that? What do you mean by start? Start. Uh, what do you mean by open exactly? <laughs> Maybe after twenty years of that two dollars a month rent, they can pay for yeah. those shovels in yeah. the picture. They all, every darn one of them knew took every bit of credit with these shovels and and the ribbon oh, yeah. ceremony, but they knew nothing about no. the Buffalo Billion no. and the cost of it. No, no, it's amazing. This is quite shocking. They had no yeah. idea. So, yeah. All right, eight hundred three zero nine three zero. We're going to go back to Doreen just a second, but. Before we do, I've got, we have a special guest joining us here, Jay Blanchard, just finishing the race after 45 days on a bicycle, riding across the country for, to raise money uh, for uh, uh, veterans' widows and, and military widows. So, Jay Blanchard, how are you, sir? I haven't talked to you in 40 in a month and a half. <laughs> Hey, guys, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm in the celebration mode now. Fantastic. <laughs> how, how you, congratulations, Jay. You, you've completed an epic journey. I mean, really unbelievable. How are you feeling right now? I mean, obviously the relief, The, I, I mean, you got to be sore in places that I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've hit saddle sores since, like, day three, and, um, you know, when I get up in the morning, I'm kind of slow and, and stiff, but... Uh, I really, uh, I, I feel good. I, I had worse times out on the course, and towards the end, um, you know, my body started to really recover and get more fit. And, uh, of course, last yesterday was a really short day, so um, I got a bunch of sleep, and then I just kind of did a ceremonious finish up this morning. Now, Jay, I think a lot of folks, you know, when I heard you're going to ride a bike 4,200 miles, I not, I mean, Clearly, I thought, wow, you're crazy. <laughs> God bless you. But, but you know, one of the things that I guess that I really didn't, didn't even register in my mind, when you hear somebody's going to ride their bicycle 4,200 miles, you think, you still think, well, it's like a straight shot, right? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's up and down hills. And you uh, went through a tornado. <laughs> you went through hailstorms. I mean, you know, you sort of forget about all that stuff. You just, I just, in my brain, when you said you're going to do it, I'm thinking, 4,200 miles, that's just a lot of miles. But it's not only a lot of miles, it's a lot of different conditions, including, you know, some 95-degree days that you went through. Yeah, so one of the different things about when you're on a bike is you're you're susceptible to whatever is happening on the course. You, you know, my max speed is, you know, on a flat spot is like 20, but usually I'm traveling because I'm loaded 12 to 15 miles an hour. So you can't, you know, if a storm blows in, you can't really avoid it most of the time and you're just you just have to live with what happened uh by the grace of god and some really kind people uh coming into rosalia kansas um the they they were running their emergency action uh system and they caught me on the road and said the old lady says sir here's what you're going to do you're going to turn that bike around and you're going to follow our truck back to the school they're going to get ready to sound the tornado siren and um, the highway I was getting ready to turn on, a half an hour later, a tornado went right down that highway and in wow. town. Wow. Hey. Wow. Power lines, five buildings. I mean, I, I'm just counting my uh, lucky stars. I'm still here. Now, Jay, you rode for military widows, and I just want you to plug that, that project that you raised money for. And um, and I, I think did you it, it was I, I I mean I think I pretty much followed you every day but it seemed like you were dedicating a day to a different fallen soldier every time you left in the morning right that, that's correct so uh, one of the things that we decided to do is you know remember the soldiers that that uh, gave their lives and also you know remember and honor the wives that are now raising families without without their fathers. 
And so uh, I carried a card for each day and each soldier. And then another promise I made was I wasn't just going to leave those anywhere on the course. I was going to leave them somewhere significant. So I left those cards at military monuments and churches and um, special people would ask what I'm doing. And and, uh, I would say, would you like to help? And they would say yes. And I'm like, here's my soldier for the day. Would you pray for their family? And it's just the reactions you get people just start sobbing and uh it was you know whenever i got and this is the toughest thing i've ever done in my life but whenever i started feeling sorry for myself i thought about these these ladies living the lives that they are and i'm just like just keep going man (laughs) this ain't so bad just pedal the bike what a blessing jay that's great god bless you Uh, he's an unbelievable individual jay what was the uh what was the hardest part of the ride? I mean, obviously you've had mountains to deal with and weather and whatnot. What was the what was the most difficult portion of the course? Would you say? Um, I'll, uh, two, uh, two significant things um, in the first week, I realized that was in over my head, hmm. and um, you know, I pro- probably wasn't as fit as I should be, and the, the enormity of it. So you're you know you're thinking, man, I got to go forty two hundred miles. Oh my god, I don't know if I can do it, and. Um, and then I, I got in one night and I said, okay, you got to deal with this. You got to get your, your brain on track here. You got to lock down. And so I just said, the only question I have to answer when I get up in the morning is, can I ride today? That's it. Can I ride today? And that's how I dealt with the whole race. And uh, some days I went long and some days I went short. And then um, the, the, the funny thing is, you said you weren't, you were worried about being fit enough, but clearly you were, right? <laughs> Mentally. You overcame that and, and made it. Yeah. And then the second thing is um, a few times, probably three, you know, I've been riding all day, and for whatever reason, maybe I had a headwind that was tiring me out. Maybe it was heat. And you get, like, 30 miles out from a town, and your brain's like, you know, I'm, go- I'm going, I'm making it. And your body's like, you're not, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, Jay, this is Stefan Mahailu, the county controller. Someone on the text board said uh, your third biggest challenge was getting a two-day detour because my fundraiser was on a county road on your path. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's well, my we, fault. We were making jokes this morning that uh, you didn't pedal through New York because you, <laughs> you <Shit>. couldn't. <laughs> Specifically to avoid the potholes. That's unreal. Well, I know, Jay, you've said, you know, these, these ladies of, you know, uh, well, or, or, or men, I guess, but mainly it's women, right, that we've raised money for. It's the widows of fallen uh, military, you know, and, you know, we've lost plenty of women in the military as well. But you've said these, these folks don't need a handout, they need a hand up, and that's what you've been raising money for. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, obviously I could pick any charity I wanted, and, and when I got down to the end, I hit it narrowed down to three, and I interviewed Sharon Davis, and, you know, you guys know me. I'm all about big and grow it and all that, and I'm talking to her, and I'm talking like that, and like, Karen, why don't you do this, and why don't you do that, and you could get so much bigger if you did this, and, and she's just such a neat person, and she said, Jay, um, please understand, my mission is to eliminate the charity, not grow it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, she's an unbelievable individual. We had her as a special guest on this show, and uh, you know, obviously, uh, just an unbelievable uh, individual. Jay, how much money did you end up raising uh, throughout your journey here? I think, I think, we'll, if we're if we're not over, we're real close to twenty grand. Wow. Nice. And Jay, Jay, how can I or other people who are listening donate? Is there an account online that people can go to? 
Right. So you want to go to www.ride, R-I-D-E, for the number four, widows.com. And there's a donations page on there. And then it uh, takes you to a crowdfunding page. All that money goes directly to the charity. I never get my hands on it. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, Jay. I will let you go and celebrate, and I look forward to seeing you uh, back in Western New York this week. Congrats. Yeah, put your body in like a bucket of ice for like six days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I hope you're not riding your bike back to Buffalo. I, I hope you've got a ride back here from Virginia, right? Nuri picked me up and <laughs> to the pool here in about 20 minutes. Good for All you. Right. Well, congratulations. Have some champagne. You, I know. You've completed an unbelievable journey, Jay. You should be very, very proud I of you. I know Jay eats ridiculously healthy, but it might be that one day, Jay, that you finally break down and have a burger with some extra cheese. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all very proud of I you. I look forward to seeing you Monday, buddy. Can't wait to see you this week. Real quick, by the way, there was somebody from Buffalo at the Monument to greet me. Oh, nice. that's incredible. That's cool. Awesome. That's incredible. God well, bless. We'll see you Monday, buddy. All right. See you Monday. Enjoy the weekend, Jay. Get some rest. All right. That's Jay Blanchard, who just completed a 4,500-mile journey from Oregon on the West Coast all the way to uh, Virginia on the East Coast. Took him 45 days, unassisted, raised almost, if not over, $20,000 uh, for charity and uh, ride for, for widows, and uh, just unbelievable. I mean, that's a... I think the mental fitness probably was sounds to me was just as difficult as the uh, as the physical fitness. But Jay has got to be one of the toughest, most determined uh, individuals I know. And and I knew when he started that he wouldn't he would complete it. Yeah, and he did. Yep. He just did. I'm lucky if my car goes that long in 45 days. <laughs> I know. Let alone my body. You think about that, right? right. Like if you said I'm going to take a 4,200 mile trip in a car, I'm like, oh man, I'm not that's sure really pretty strenuous on my body. I'll see you in September. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I can do it 42 minutes on a bike. I'm not, <laughs> not going to lie to you. All right, I'm with you there, Glenn. Yeah, let's go uh, Let's go back to Doreen. I wanted to get to circle back around. If you want to join us, by the way, we've got Stefan Mahilo, Erie County Controller, in studio with us. We're talking about uh, the potholes. We're going to shift gears after the break a bit and talk about Medicare, or Medicaid, I should say, and a few other things. But uh, let's go back to Doreen and Clarence. Thanks, Doreen, for patiently waiting. Really appreciate it. Hello. <laughs> I wanted to ask you about the bike paths in Clarence. I know there's several new things going on, but you know, can what's what's going on as far as you know, a positive projects there versus the actual needed projects. Personally, I'm not real versed. I mean, I know where the bike paths are. I know that people use them. I drive up and down Goodrich Road a lot to go over the one that that goes east and west from like transit road towards akron mm -hmm. but as far as any new bike paths i don't know if there's any new constructions and stuff but there are quite a few and i guess people use them yeah, they, they, um, are they driving down them doreen <laughs> i don't <laughs> not yet right on them i'm sorry <laughs> i'm just teasing so this so so just back to the road for a second so part of the ellica creek road has fallen into the creek correct more or less? Tonawanda Creek, yeah, sorry. Like like from the double yellow line all the way to the creek, all slid into the creek. Like there's no driving on that. Mm. There hasn't been any driving on it. And even when it fell in, people still insisted on trying to drive over other people's lawns because there was no road to drive on. They had to put up serious blockades to stop people from continuing to still try to get through that road 
when it's mm. solid. Well, Mar- have, have you guys called the county though? I mean, is there is there any sort of plan or? Well, they, they, I mean, polling cars was going to have folks out there, but it was way more more important with the massive amount of rain we've been having here. Oh, to fix the call. Yeah, to dig yeah. the to dig the roads out next to your fundraisers. So. That's right. I'm coming to Clarence for that one. But you know, it's so <laughs> shameful though. You know, we hear from Jay, who's doing so much. I mean, literally working so hard to raise money for veterans. Go back to Memorial Day in Blaisdell. They had to actually cancel yes. their Memorial Day parade because they were afraid of people walking on the county road. That's right. That's right. Walking. And they had to shut it down. It wasn't safe. Yeah. yeah. I did not have a fundraiser on that road, I, by the way. I yeah. tweeted polling cars on that, and he tweeted back and said, wow, that project's been on, on a plan for years. I'm yeah. like, plan for years? And then, and why did you pick Memorial Day weekend with the parade? <laughs> yeah. Because well, they said they had to close it. They yeah. had to cancel the parade. I mean, what how shameful joke. when you, on that holiday, Memorial Day, right. yeah. they had to cancel a parade because they didn't want people to walk on a county road. Because driving down it at two miles an hour in a parade would be unsafe. Yeah. Walking, Dorian, walking, walking on Walking on the county road. <laughs> It's not unsafe. Dorian, thank you so much for your, your call. We appreciate it. Thanks for your patience as well and joining us here. Another another little tidbit. Oh, yeah. In November last year, when the snowflakes were flying, paving happened in two days on Goodrich Road, the very north end of Clarence, because the road had been so bad and so many potholes, so such a bad surface that it couldn't be properly repaired they put down a top coat of blacktop on the pavement as the snow was flying in november see that's funny you said that because mark polenkar said that we couldn't do the blaisdell road until it was warm enough now the funny thing was is walmart and target were actually uh redoing their parking lots in like march yeah, right. Because it's and the they, private sector. And they seem to just hold Appreciate up just fine. Hey, thanks for the call. Thanks for the call, Jerry. Appreciate it. Isn't Domino's paving your road now? Domino's Pizza? Aren't yes. They yep. like if they can't get to your house, they'll pave yep. your road to get there. Yep. And they're putting their logo on all of the patches. <laughs> I'd welcome them to really come. Perfect. Absolutely. Can we get Good them, for them. Can we get them in Erie County stuff on? I mean, can we? Can we you know what? My next fundraiser will be catered by Domino's. Domino. It'll be a double whammy. I love it. We're going to set up a website and we're going to mark <laughs> all the. Oh, this is great. We're going to do this. This is awesome. On Ellicott awesome. Creek Road. All right, you got to take a very short break. 803 if you want to st- uh, join us. Star 930 is a free call in a cell. And of course, 1 800 616 WBDM. You may have just changed the fundraising model That's for right. every politician in West Fundraising slash road repair. If I have to do that to get our county roads fixed and get Mark Poland cars to work, I'm all in. You are oh a selfless individual. I try my best. <laughs> all right. A very short break. If you need to start the week again, and folks, we have a, an office full of, of uh, very diverse financial professionals, whether it be estate planning, retirement planning, college planning. Uh, most of them are certified, if not all of them are certified in, in some area or another, whether it be uh, you know certified financial planners, chartered financial analysts, uh, certified social security claiming strategists, and, and much, much more. If you need to start the week, give us a call at the office, 633-1515, again, 633-1515. We'll be right back here News Radio 930 WBEN. Black hole sun, won't you come? All right, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, Ron Wasco in studio. Our special guest today, Stefan Mahailu, Erie County Comptroller. Just talking about some of the potholes in Western New York, some of the other stuff going on. And uh, we're going to talk about Medicaid coming up here. It's amazing the dysfunction in Erie County in the good times. I mean, these are the good times, right? These are the times when the economy is growing, things are growing. And, uh, and, and it's yet, a we're state, only growing right? in half. It's the state, too. And you know what's really sad state, about New York right. State 
Uh, you know, if you look at New York State geographically, it's very conservative, right? But you've got these little patches or uh, really potholes <laughs> of voting blocks that really destroy the state. Yeah. Uh, you know, you look yeah. at the 18 square miles in New York City that, you know, they, they don't even own cars, but yet they're making our policies on cars and where we drive and what we can do with them. It's really sad. And the same is true around here. You look at, you know, these little blocks in the city of Buffalo that, you know, well, that, that put in a pole in cars. Geographically, every other town in the area couldn't stand them. Yeah, we're down roughly 8 to 1 in enrollment in the city of Buffalo and down 2 to 1 in enrollment Erie County pertaining to Republican versus Democrat. And it's very challenging uh, for those of us who are fiscally conservative, uh, who respect taxpayers, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, uh, to win countywide. And I think it's a testament to our party and our leadership uh, and all the strong candidates that we have that we're victorious, despite the fact, again, being down eight to one in the city of Buffalo and down two to one. Uh, in all of Erie County. It's tough to win New York State, too. Yeah, well, that's not going to get any better because most of the fiscal conservatives are just simply voting on their feet. They're out the door. I mean, you see it in, in Texas and, and Florida, yep. and, you know, growing and growing and growing, and they're leaving. So it's just going to get more and more lopsided. The sad thing is, and I, don't, I don't get this, but, you know, if you're in the city of Buffalo, it's not working, folks. I mean, if you have kids in the school districts, they're broken. If I mean, if you – I mean, it's, it's amazing to me that – you would not want to vote for somebody different to just try something different. You know, when you look at the worst places in the country, Chicago, Detroit, Baltimore, San Francisco, you know, with the worst poverty and the worst crime and the worst shootings, everything else, they're all run by liberal Democrats, every one of those places. And Erie County and Buffalo is no different. We have the same results from the same policies. We've challenged Mark Polenkar's many, many times. He's agreed to come on, but yet continues to hide because he knows that he can't defend those liberal progressive policies in the arena of ideas because they don't work. The results are obvious. And I think there's a big difference between a guy like Mark Polenkars, who's a a liberal extremist. He said himself, he's a New York City liberal, makes Nancy Pelosi look conservative, and mainstream moderate Democrats who supported me in all of my elections and, and helped elect me countywide, who fight and work so hard just to pay for their kids to go to college, to pay their bills, and they work hard, and they see others who aren't putting in that same effort when it comes to work and paying their taxes, and they have better benefits than they do. As you That's pointed right. out, when you look at the, the Democrats, I mean, they used to they used to be for the working class person, right? That's who, you know, we go to work, put our boots on. Now it's, well, you don't go to work, you sit at home, collect welfare, and you're well, an illegal immigrant, and we'll, but, we'll make sure we get but, you an attorney to be in some welfare benefits to but, be fine. But that's socialism, right? Yep, We're going to give right. you free health care, yep. free tuition. We talked about that this morning on our TV show, I mean, <laughs> Money Talks, we were right? Playing, we were playing videos of Venezuela. I mean, what a mess. It's sad. I mean, you're talking about a place that was one of the richest, the richest, the richest. oil, uh, you know, so, uh, sellers of oil in the world, right? I mean, very rich. All these social programs just collapse the economy. 80% of the people now living in poverty and uh, 13,000% inflation. Wow. Can't, can't get, if forget about getting good medicine. They can't get toilet paper. They can't, yeah. get, can't get bread. Yeah. Well, I think of my mom. God bless her soul. It was her birthday yesterday. She passed away a few years ago. When, when I first ran, she's she was blue-collar to the core, hardcore Democrat. When I first ran, she goes, well, honey, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I never voted Republican. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm in trouble if my mother's not voting yeah. for me. 
But I says, well, I'm on the, the conservative line, independence line. She goes, oh, honey, thank God. I'll be fine. <laughs> but it's not the Democratic Party of my dad, the type of oh, no, man, or close. my mom. No, uh, and that's why close. I go back to that conversation with that Democratic official. And this person said, I used to fight for the working man. Now the Democratic Party, the liberal extremists that hijacked it, now they they fight for the non-working man. That's right. And I'm not a huge fan of, uh, was it Roseanne Barr, but... You know, she said it best on one of the interviews I saw. She goes, I didn't leave the Democrat Party. They left me. They mm-hmm. went way out on the left. I'm still where I am. Yeah. I still believe in the same things. But they've gone so far fringe that I identify more now with the Republican Party. And I think a lot of people share that sentiment. Today's Democrat Party isn't the Democrat Party of JFK. JFK would be a, a conservative Republican these days with his policies. It's a Democrat Party of Karl Marx is what it is. Absolutely. Right. I mean, and that's why I tell local Democrats in Erie County, I'm the guy that wants to reduce taxes. I'm the guy that wants to reduce spending. I'm the one that wants to spend $100 million fixing our roads and fixing our parks. And that's not a Republican or Democratic ideal. And I think that's why we're successful in Erie County. And so for a lot of you moderate Democrats who think the party has left you, then come on board, You know, support our efforts at the county level. Right. I think there's a lot of things that we can all agree on, right? We all want better roads. Right? We all yeah. want better we'll schools. More jobs. We all want lower yeah. taxes. Less taxes, waste. Less waste. Taxes are something that really keeps this area that just struggles, right? So, you know, the, the property taxes are crushing in Western New York, some of the highest in the country at over 3%. I want to talk about that and really focus on Medicaid in the next hour because I think that's, you know, a, a huge, huge expense. But let me sneak another phone caller who's been waiting uh, patiently here. We'll go to uh, Kevin up in Pendleton. Hi, Kevin. You're live on the Financial Guys radio program. How are you? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Yeah, you know, um, Stefan, um, while I'm not a Republican, no, neither a Democrat, I, I want to just uh, compliment you on keeping um, those um, uh, progressives in line as far as the Erie County Democrats. You know, you being the physically uh, fiscal responsible person that you are. But I wanted to ask you this question as a Republican, and I wondered why I never heard anyone, including your chairman of your party, never mention any concern about um, Jeremy Zellner, chairman of the Democratic Party, also being chairman of the Erie County Board of Elections. Don't you think that that that, that is not a problem? Oh, it's outrageous. Conflict of interest? Well, let's take it a step further, and I'm going to be speaking in a hypothetical here. Let's say I run against Mark Polonkars next year, and I'm speaking hypothetically. And if it's a close race, guess who gets to make a, a final determination as the elections commissioner on whether or not my votes count or not? Jeremy Zellner. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to err on the side of caution when it comes to my votes against yeah. his hand-picked candidate for county executive? Hey, speaking of Karl Marx, there you go. That's right. Jeremy's <laughs> right in line with him. Yep. Think about it. Any and, In any election... The chairperson of the Democratic Party will decide whether or not Republican votes count, if there's anything uh, that's suspicious or questionable. This individual will make a determination whether or not, again, I'm speaking as a hypothetical, if I did run for county executive, whether or not my votes counted against Mark Polonkars. It's, it's unbelievable, and you've seen this in different places, right? Who was a comedian that was in the Senate there that uh, they he lost? But Franken, just, Al Franken, Al Franken. Yep. They just happened to find a whole box of ballots <laughs> in somebody's trunk. Somebody's yep. trunk. Yep. Absentee yep. ballots. Yep. <laughs> right. I oh, we f- forgot to count these. <laughs> oh, think, look at that. Right? <laughs> look at that. I got to figure out how they do it, but the most deceased people in cemeteries are Democrats registered. <laughs> That's That's right. Right. I don't know how they do All the voter registration there. It's amazing. I it think really you'll is. find this box in this 1978 <laughs> Pinto all. 
in order That's here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you want to join us in the next hour, 803. Thanks for the call, Kevin. We really appreciate it. 803 star 930 is a free call on us sound. Of course, 1-800-616-9236. I'm not sure which green sign. We'll give oh, the green one. New York sign. We got to oh, get oh, a, yeah, yes. yes. Why did we not bring that in? I don't know. It's but a magnet. You can put it right in your car. Yeah, we're going to end up it's selling them. Count me in. We should be yes. up and running by next week to sell them right, and raise perfect. some money for charity. I so. forgot about cool. that. We're going to be doing more T-shirts, more of those magnets, those green signs. I mean, the more stuff we can do, the people wear it around, I think the better. And, and obviously, we'll try to make them as funny as possible and as, as political as we can. So if you need us throughout the week, folks, you got to do want to manage. We are, do want to mention we manage money for a living. You can uh, pop by our office for a, a complimentary consultation by calling 633-1515. Again, 633-1515. Whole nother hour coming up. Stay tuned right here. We've got more to come here on the Financial Guys Radio Program, 803-0930 and Star 930. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Oh, go figure. Look at that. It's the Financial Guys radio program. What the heck is that? It's Glenn Wiggle. Oh, my gosh. And Mike Lomas. Oh, would you look at that? Look at that. Look at that. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free, 1-800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, hour number two here the Financial Guys radio program. I'm your host today again, Glenn Wiggle, here with Mike Lomas. We are the Financial Guys in studio with Ron Wasco. As well as Stefan Mahailu. Having a lot of fun today. Appreciate you coming in. Thanks for oh, taking glad time to do it. Saturday. My wife Ashley's home alone with Maxim Roman, so I get a, a little bit of a break for two hours. How old? <laughs> he's five months. Oh, five oh months. yeah. yeah wow. We have a 12 year old daughter and a five month old son, Maxim Roman. He's home with, with Ashley right now. So this uh, is like, this two hours with you guys feels like a 19 week vacation. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> if you want, we could put a little blanket and a little nappy tie <laughs> out there for you. Catch up on your sleep a little bit. I remember those days. I'm fortunately past it, but, uh, you know, of course, it's always, you know, it was fun when they were little. I've got one going up to college now. We just had our Scary. graduation party Scary yesterday. how fast it goes. Look at this I, one. Oh, I have my daughter in the studio wow. with us today, Olivia. She's helping us out with uh, uh, face, yeah, everything, yeah, Twitter. Yeah, and, show prep, commer- yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, commercial cutting. Uh, <laughs> sales. <laughs> sales, that's right. She's pretty that's much right. taking over the Director show. Director of uh, media <laughs> operations. That's what we Appreciate have it. So. Awesome. All right. If you want to join us here again, 803-0930, star 930 is a free call on a cell, 1-800-616-9236. The, the uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. The text line is 30930. That's 3930 if you want to text us. Always some great texts coming in. Somebody said we should challenge our listeners to donate $100 to the uh, uh, Ride for Widows. And I, I will challenge you to do that. I think he's Jay's close to, if not over 20000 uh, raising money. He just completed his race. If you missed that, we had him on at the bottom of the hour. He had just pulled into 
uh, to uh, Virginia at the at the uh, the finish line. Forty two hundred uh, miles on a bicycle. Forty five days. Forty five days. days. Forty four really. And uh, to raise money, rideforwidows.com. Yeah, ride so. the number four widows.com. Please make a donation. It's a great cause. And, and Jay just spent the last month and a half of his life by himself. Uh, battling the elements, battling physical fatigue, and and battling the the mental fatigue that that goes along with uh, doing something like that. So if you can make a donation, uh, they would certainly appreciate it. I did 20 miles Roswell. ride for Roswell two years in a row. 20 miles on a bike, and my behind was sore <laughs> for three days. <laughs> Jay did five times that every day for a month and a half. For three, I had muscles day. in my rear yeah. end that I didn't even know existed. Yep. That's right. He did that. He did five times that distance through mountains, through the Rockies. I mean, yeah. unbelievable. For a month and a half. For every ev- day. Every day for a month and a half. I said when I retire, I'm going to do it, but my trip's going to be a little different. It's going to be like, I'm gonna just going to ride the bike, and then there's going to be like a taco stand, and I'm going to be like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> bike makes it a mile and a half. It's <laughs> over for today. Okay, so, yeah, at this rate, he's going to be back uh, 2022. <laughs> now, do you have margaritas here as well? <laughs> Because if you do, there's a hotel right next door. I mean, we might just you know stop right. They have bikes with motors on you for that. There's going to be days where I'm going to go 20 miles, 30 miles, and days where I make it three. That make it yeah. uh, if that, if that. Uh, yeah, right. All right. Well, if you need us throughout the week, folks, again, we are talking about potholes today. We're talking about Erie County. We're talking about some of the. Uh, some of the finances and, and things like that. We're going to talk about taxes in a second here. But if you need us, uh, feel free to use us as a resource. You can follow us on Twitter at FinGuys. You can like us on Facebook. Uh, use our uh, our website as a resource at thefinancialguys.com. Or just call our office and come on by for a complimentary consultation. 633-1515. Again, 633-1515. If you want to join us here on the air, 803-0930 and star 930. I'm going cross. That's perfect. I, that's, that would be me. That would be me. <laughs> cross country on an ice cream truck. I, uh, I appreciate the, uh, the text. That's perfect. <laughs> exactly what I would do. Yep. Polling cars Music playing the must believe that unemployment checks must be the way to grow and stimulate the economy. Yes. Him and Matt, well, Nancy Pelosi Nancy. actually admitted that. They yeah. actually that's do. The, the biggest look, stimulus. Look at the city of Buffalo. Look at how much public sector money they pumped into the city. Couldn't get anything to grow until... Um, the Bills owner, I can't think of his name. Pagula. 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 Yeah, Pagula, Pagula show up with private money and boom, everything's growing It was funny. Out. There was two things that happened. We, well, three things. Hard control board. Everybody forgets about that, right? Oh, yeah. yep. Pagulas, yep. of which made all his money fracking, which none of us in New York State have the opportunity to do that, right? right? And then um, they actually gave a tax credit to, to preserve and restore historic buildings. So, wow, look at that. Tax credit. Yep. Lower taxes. Wow. Incentivize people. A, a control yep. board to babysit it. And the Pagulas who made billions of dollars somewhere else because we don't have the opportunity to do that here. And here's my concern with Erie County. You know, Mark Polencars, the liberal liberal extremist that he is, is now pushing policies to have an affordable housing component when it comes to Erie County Mm, that would basically force private developers in any development that you have that you are forced to give a certain percentage of your apartments to the working poor. What a joke. What an absolute joke. Why doesn't he do that? I want to see Mark. These liberals, they make me so sick. Mark, you go out, you build some buildings. And give some of it away. Never, never once. Well, never, now never. even with with our uh, ECIDA, there's policies and procedures they're pushing when it comes to they can send in your private sector company a forensic auditor in to determine whether or not you're hitting certain benchmarks for so women, not, minorities, things of that nature. Not, they not, can send an auditor into your company. Speaking of benchmarks, I want to ask you after we talk about Medicaid and property taxes, I want to ask you about the uh, the the 
the construction rule for right. county projects. I was projects. just going to say that. Right. That, now that you got to hire from certain, certain zip codes. Zip codes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's also, too, uh, a, a lot of the, when it comes to the, the work training uh, requirements now, I know when it comes to, uh, people can talk about the Wix law in Erie County. It goes to, and I'm going to talk about a 30,000 foot view, view here. Government should be providing basic services, fixing our roads, police, fire, jails, libraries. And then we should be creating a culture where businesses can survive and thrive, mm-hmm. not the exact opposite. We shouldn't be picking the pockets via taxes of hardworking Democrats, hardworking union people or companies. We just have to create this culture where businesses are, can survive and then get out of the way. That's right. But they don't it's get that. It's that simple. But they believe that they are the wizards of smart. And so they're better at spending our money than we are. So if they can confiscate as much of it and then they can pick the winners and losers, they think that's the right way to go. But when you look at the actual people they pick and the companies they pick, they're all been losers. Yep, 100% Solar City, of the time. Right. I, I can't. Can you name one successful project that the, that the state has picked and said, we're going to no. fund this? Well, even here in County, when we share our sales tax, yeah, we have a 1977 right. sales tax sharing agreement so that uh, the cities of Tonawanda, Lackawanna, Buffalo would not uh, levy their own sales tax. So we have this sales tax sharing agreement, hundreds of millions of dollars that we give to school districts and towns and villages. You know, you talk about Mark Polencars. He went on WBEN and says, well, I have this hammer that we could use that could potentially withdraw that money if they uh, don't consolidate and force them to do it. And so it goes along the lines of government picking and choosing winners, and, and more times than not, it's disastrous for taxpayers who are paying the bill. Almost every single time, for sure. We have uh, <laughs> Stefan Mahailu, if you're just uh, tuning in. Stefan Mahailu, Erie County Controller, in studio with us for the remainder of the hour. If you have questions for him or, or comments, uh, please feel free to throw them at us here on the air, 803 and Star 930. I'm going to switch gears, and I want to talk about the property taxes in Erie County, and then we'll go to a quick break just to kind of tease us for a second here. Um, we have some of the highest in the country, right? No doubt about it. I mean, you look at other places. We, we have the highest in the is country. Is it the highest? I mean, yeah, I actually think I think Cheektowaga is number one in the country now. I mean, three, three and a half percent, when most of the country is 0.8 to 1 percent. And indirectly, Medicaid is a reason for that when it comes to your county taxes. New York and the infinite wisdom of these genius politicians, we're one of the fir- few states in the country that forces counties to pick up New York State share of Medicare. Normally, it's 50% federal, 50% state. Uh, many years in Erie County, we pay more in our Medicaid bill than what we collect in property taxes. That's crazy. Can you, when we get, we got to take a break. Will you come back? Can you tell a story about the Rath building? Sure. Got to tell a story yeah. about the Rath building. Get Folks, the, please do not turn the dial. You yeah, got no to hear the story. You, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, you really have to hear this. So stay tuned. If you want to join us again, 803-0930. Star 930 is a free call and sell. You've got the financial guy, Stefan Mahailu, in studio with us here, along with Ron Wasco on News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, welcome back. Financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, Ron Wasco in studio along with Erie County Controller uh, Stefan Mahailu. And uh, we're going to do story time in the final half hour, I think, if we can. We're just, <laughs> story time. I mean, you were just sharing stories. Is that for time. my son, Maxim, or for you guys? <laughs> oh, it's for, for us. us. <laughs> for the taxpayers. This is not, these are not fun stories. These are stories of abuse, fraud, uh, stuff you just can't make up. It's oh. amazing to me. My first day at work, they handed me a book that was about as thick as a phone book and said, oh, here's your massage therapist and, ther- or an, and acupuncturist. And you're Goofy thinking, you got to be thinking you're a big shot. Yeah. Right? I'm the controller now. <laughs> I'm up my back. And at that time, 
at that time, it was for every county employee. And I'm like, we're going to audit that. And sure enough, we found over a four-year period, taxpayers are paying about $1.4 million wow. for massage and acupuncture. And eventually, with a lot of the union contracts, the county got rid of it. But I couldn't believe it. That's unreal. Sounds like the teacher's Unbelievable. Contract. <laughs> That's even, unreal. Even going to the back of the Rath Building, because there's a separate entrance for uh, welfare, social services, I couldn't figure out coming from uh, the Main Place Mall. And I do go to the Main Place Mall a lot. They have a Tim Hortons there, a great food court there. And I couldn't figure out why all of the, the cars had out-of-state license plates. Yeah. And someone said, uh, oh. Hotbed for tourism there, huh? Yeah, right. Yeah. The, yeah, the corner yeah. of the Rath Building and the Main Place Mall <laughs> is hopping. And someone in the office said, no, because the, the Medicaid benefits and welfare benefits are so generous in New York State that people will come here from out of state Ugh. and establish residency yep. for 30 days and then get the Cadillac of health care And I'll tell you, I don't care whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. We've been saying that uh, – I've been saying – both of us have been saying this for years, right? The the country really needs to start being divided against not the haves and the have-nots. It's it's the people who work and want to work and better their yeah, lifestyle. Productive members of society. The people who don't. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. and it's you know I drive around Western New York. We're growing at half the rate of the rest of the country. Half the rate of the rest of the country. And there's still help wanted signs everywhere. Everywhere. Right? I pass seven of them on my way to work every day. Yeah. Right. You seven. And, you and I are both in Elma East Aurora yep. area. There are if you drive around out there. Help wanted signs for electricians, plumbers, yep. Yep. A truck CDL truck gas yeah. at the gas yeah. station, right. you know, factories, whatever. They're yeah. all over the place. Yeah, but these are, and these are not like f- fast food jobs. These yeah, are no. we're looking for a plumber. We're right, looking yeah. for an electrician. Forty million people on food stamps, and they can't find a job. They can't find yeah. somebody to. Companies fill that are in. even advertising on the radio now that they're hiring. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We can't find Actually, people to work. Right down the street from our new office on Worley, there was a new uh, yes. sign that said, "Open interviews. Come on in. Yeah, like, just just pop just in. Just pop please. in, and we'll talk to you. We'll hire you." And look at New York State and Medicaid. It really is, in some respects, the Cadillac of benefits that there's bottled water that's paid for, cab rides to doctor's appointments, Viagra, and hardworking taxpayers are footing the bill. And that's what these politicians don't understand. The money comes from somewhere. And these liberal extremists like Mark Polonkars don't understand that taxpayers work incredibly hard for their paychecks. Mm-hmm. They send their kids to college to put food on the table, living paycheck to paycheck. And these extremists think that money grows on trees. Yeah, I'll but, tell you, and the, the hardworking Republicans, hardworking, I'm sorry, hardworking Democrats out there are yep. sick and tired of it. Absolutely. Exactly why Donald Trump won, won absolutely. big time. And he crushed her. And it's because these folks, they work, they go to factories, they walk into UP, UPS, they were General Motors, Ford, they work their butts off. And I hope to God they're as sick and tired of it as I am. Well, well, the Democrats my... have an answer now. It's abolish ICE. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And <laughs> raise your taxes. Oh, that yep. is the answer. That is yeah. the More voters. That's Look, the answer. Yeah. Even in the last election, I was endorsed by AFSCME. The yeah. union AFSCME endorsed my candidacy for county controller because, again, I don't, I'm not a, a Republican controller. I'm not a Democratic controller. I'm the taxpayer's controller. And I represent the working man and the working woman where today's liberal extremists, again, they represent the non-working man yeah. and the non-working I'll woman. Tell you, they I represent hope... the non-U.S. citizen half yeah. the yep. time. I mean, these I, aren't even people I'll... that can vote or are supposed to vote. Well, But they do. I'll tell you what, Mr. Polenkars was not exposed the last go-around as that being that left wing. And I'll tell you, if the party on a national level wants to continue to do that, they're going to continue to lose election after election after election. They'll continue to lose members, the hardworking union men and women that go in with their boots on every day. Their hands get dirty. They work hard all day. They're sick and tired of paying for the welfare benefits, just like I am. And that's why I think a guy like Mark Polenkars cares more about giving illegal immigrants driver's licenses than he does about fixing roads. Clearly he, he cares does. more about refugees than cleaning our parks. 
Really and I think does. I think Democrats and Republicans are sick and tired of these liberal extremists that spend their tax dollars like it's going out of style. Right. There's no doubt about it. Let's hit the phones here if we can. Let's go to uh, we'll go to John in Rochester. Hey, John, how are you? Hey, guys. You know, uh, Stefan, Mark Polenkart isn't a liberal. He's a leftist. I, I was brought up like you. I was brought up in a Democratic household. My parents were both union members. And uh, that's when liberals and Democrats were good things. Today, I'm off the charts. I, I left the Democratic Party and uh, because they, they're off the rails right now. Look at, look at their, uh, the head of the Democratic Party nationally. They've, they've got uh, Tom Perez. Keith, Keith Ellison, the congressman from Minnesota, mm-hmm. who is a uh, supporter of Louis Farrakhan. He's an anti-Semite. It's unbelievable that they would uh, have that in their leadership. Tom Perez, a Buffalo native, uh, who is a leftist. Tom Perez uh, dropped the uh, charges against the New Black Panther Party because in that election, uh, I think 2008 or uh, 2012, I can't remember, uh, because he didn't feel that uh, the election laws applied to white white, uh, people. Uh, and, And in addition to that, Tom Perez represents and supports La Raza, a racist group. Well, Tom, he just flat out said, uh, uh, John, I mean, he just basically, when somebody asked him the question yep. about the uh, uh, the woman, uh, Alexandria, I can't think of the, the, the hyphenated Cortez or Cortez, the, the avowed socialist that just won, and he said she's the future of our party, right? Yeah. She's that's the future of the Democratic Party. We used party. to be it's the fringe. We yeah. used to be the fringe. It's the present too. They're just still street. lying about it once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they're not even once. Now no. they're just like this, no. is our, this is our future. This yep. is our deal. We're the socialist party. Yeah. Like, she changed her name. I, I think love it's it. sad because again, God bless it's my mother's soul, but she would not recognize today's no. Democratic Party. No. 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 And she was a hardworking woman. She worked as a bus aide, a nurse's aide. She worked hard for her seven kids. Kennedy would have been. One of the more conservative yeah. Republicans. He'd, he'd, he'd be part of the, uh, absolutely would. He'd been. be ostracized. He'd be the Freedom Caucus part. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's right. Seriously. That's right. Unreal. All right, let's uh, let's sneak another one in if we can. Let's go to uh, we'll go to John in Kenmore. Hi, John. How are you? Hello, sir. Uh, this has been bug, bug, bugging me for crazy for a long time. Okay, and uh, in, in New York State, as far as I know, it's only one of thirteen states that gives welfare to single individuals. Okay, if you're single between, I don't know, ages of 18 and, and 60 or something like that, and you're able to work, I'm not talking about disabled, but you're able to work, you don't get uh, welfare. I went down to Florida one day to, uh, to visit a friend down there in shape. I even helped go to the welfare department. They said, you can go back to New York State. In Florida, we don't give welfare to single individuals. Well, let me let me add to that. Um, and and you, I love, you know, here's the distinction, by the way, that Social Security, it's, it's disability, right? right. I, I think there's a big difference because when you say, well, I'm going to take away welfare, I, I've heard people say, well, wait a minute, there's people that need it. They're sick. Well, that's disability. That's not welfare, right? In Florida, they actually drug test. And when they came out and said, we're going to drug test you if you're on welfare, 35% of the people dropped out. In this state, 35% of the welfare checks are cashed outside the state. They don't even live here. It's a scam. They're, they're, they're on Myrtle Beach 
having a Corona right now on your dime. That's right. <laughs> I don't care whether you work in a widget factory, yeah. you drive a bus, or you're the CEO of XYZ Company, right. your, your tax money is getting abused. I'm, right. I'm the son of an, of an immigrant who was a typewriter repairman. And when I went to Syracuse <laughs> University, I worked in the dining hall washing dishes. I worked yeah. one summer, I worked overnights, loading trucks and shelves at, well, Jubilee, old Super Duper. And then I worked a construction job during the day. So my only day off was getting an eight-hour shift because I had to yeah. pay my own way through school. <gasps> and you survived? Well, now you get barely. Free, now you get free. Now you get free tuition. So you, now, now you, Cole's giving it away. I, let me tell you that you're showing your age a little bit with Jubilee, right? Oh, super duper, <laughs> twin fair. Oh man! Thanks for the call, John. We appreciate it. Yep. But what are we going to do about it? What's a good question? What well, are we going to do about it? Vote. What can we do? Vote. I, I think moderate Democrats. Uh, the Democratic Party has left you. You did not leave the Democratic Party. And I think when it comes to countywide elections, you got to give us moderate uh, Republicans where fiscally conservative a shot. And yep. to think, okay, you know, does this guy represent me when he wants to lower my taxes, put more money in my pocket, and reduce my spending? Or do you want to elect the guy that uh, wants to spend tens of thousands of dollars banning plastic bags? I'll, I'll tell you this. And, and when people say, oh, the county races don't matter, I'll tell you what it does. Is it can energize a base to make the bigger elections. The, the governor's races make, hey, we can win this, right? And, and I think that's what's happening now in this governor's race. Everybody says, eh, nobody's going to be Cuomo, you know, whatever, right? you got to win these county races to get to the next level. It does energize the base. And I, I continue to say this. The left wants to continue to go farther to the left. Let them go because they're not going to win. They're not going to win. They're going to win some small races. They're going to win some tiny areas like New York City. You're not going to win this country. No, the country is relatively conservative. Geographically, New York State is a conservative state. Well, that's why about thirty no, miles of this whole state outside abuses of Manhattan. Us. Absolutely, thirty yes. miles abuses us. Look at the little patches. Yep, city of Buffalo, Manhattan. Yep. Well, that's why they they don't want any voter ID laws, right? I mean, let's let's put the two and two together. Oh, here, of course. Folks. Again, I got a six year old could figure this out. They want open borders. Mm -hmm. They don't want to get rid of the illegal folks that are here. They want to give them driver's license. We'll talk about that. And they want to allow them to vote eventually. Is what the, this, they don't want any voter ID so that they have the ability to vote. That's what it gets down to because they know they're losing the union member. They're losing the working folks. They're losing the, they're losing the African-American bloc as yep. well. I yeah. mean, Absolutely they These are. folks are waking up left and right going, wait a minute yeah. now. Under Trump that you keep telling me is racist, my life is improving. Right. Hey, even with the tax better. cuts. The tax cuts, my paycheck went up. And for a, a guy with a, with a baby at home and a family and saving for our 12-year-old daughter to go to college, every single dollar counts. And with the revenue that I receive from the Trump tax cut, I put it right uh, in, a, in a savings account for my kids for college. Mm. Yeah, no doubt. It, right. means, it means something to us. Yep. John, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. If you want to join us here, 803-0930-STAR-930 is a free call on a cell, 1-800-616-9236. We're going to take a very short break, hop across the hall, check in with the news here. We come back. We're going to check in with our investment guy, Dave Mariacher, talk stocks for a few minutes, and then we'll take more of your calls and questions here on the Financial Guys Radio Program. We'll be right back. All welcome back. 
We've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, Ron Wasco, in studio here with uh, Erie County Controller Stefan Mahailu. And somebody made a comment on uh, liking the music. I'll give uh, props to Frank R. Curry, who is running the board and producing the show. Always, uh, as always, Jason screening our calls. We appreciate it. Jason's been screening our calls for 15 plus years uh, here on WBEN. We've been on the air now. This January will be our 20th year on the air. Believe it or not, our 20th anniversary. Uh, of uh, of the Financial Guys radio program. Which this will be the year that the uh, Western New York Radio Show Hall of Fame yes gets us the invite to go see Sandy get inducted. <laughs> we don't even get invited. Not only are we don't get in, you know inducted, Never. we don't even get the invite Never. to go see Sandy get inducted. No, no, that's right. That's right. <laughs> the great Sandy right. Beach. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, think after twenty years, even if they really thought our show, how about a booty sucked, prize? Like, they would just say, just a, I, even if they really thought our show sucked, they would say, "Look at this." I just feel bad for these guys. They've been out for twenty years. Let's invite them sucking. once. Right. I'll They'll let us be the wait staff for Sandy's party. <laughs> yeah. If we get invited to something like that, I'm buying the Dumb and Dumber. If we tuxes. get invited, yes. Yeah. So if we get invited, they're going to be like, here, put these the on hat. and hold this tray. What? <laughs> what? They, they, pro- <laughs> they, they will regret uh-huh. that. <laughs> well, we're serving drinks? <laughs> what? They want us to work it? Huh? All right. 803 and star 930. We're going to do story time in uh, just a few minutes here. But before I do, we've got to queue up the music for uh, our very own investment guy, Dave Mariocker. Now, Dave, for those of you that are tuning in for the first time will know that uh, he is a true outdoorsman, the man who makes his own clothes, cuts his own wood, builds his own house. Dave Mariocker, welcome to the program. How are you, Dave? Good, guys. How are you guys? Terrific. Are you doing well. uh, making another table today, or what, what do you got going on in the, uh, in the old wood workshop there, Dave? I'm, I'm going to shortly, and uh, thank you for the introduction. Hello, Stefan. Hello. I love the, the music. I need something like this. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get got, you a theme song. I'm jealous. Music. Yeah. Dave ever tell you about the story about him taking down a deer by his with his bare hands twice? I thought it was a bear. I thought Amherst Police PD called him out to they strangle that bear. Oh, by the way, speaking of the bear, did you guys hear that press conference? Hats off to the to the Amherst police officer who did the press conference for having the patience of a saint. It, just because you can ask a question doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you should. should. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, some of these questions. Well, did you? What did they? What did they do to take down the bear? Well, I mean, they shot him. <laughs> it's a bear. Was it necessary? It's a well, bear. Well, let's see. The, the best, my favorite one, though, was, uh, are you sure you got the right bear? And the guy's answer was, well, unless there was another three-legged bear dragging a fourth leg out there, I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, yes, this was the bear. We played rock, paper, scissors <laughs> to see who was going to take him down. Yeah. Oh, man. Kudos to Amherst PD, though. It yeah, is yeah, a it bear yeah. that can mauled you. Yeah. So, so you have a right. wounded animal. We, our office was right there. It was, yep. it was wandering around Hopkins yeah. and Klein. I right. mean, you can't. Right. So they made the right decision. I heard about it. I'm like, do I Good really grief. need to go out there and tackle this thing? You, you could have handled Again. it. Again. It's not there. Do Dave, I really need to go out there in the, in the street and tackle this thing? Dave, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Did they do the right thing? What would you have done? Uh, I, I think that you – I would love to have had uh, someone tranquilize it and remove it, but you have to err on the side of a cautious approach and safety and probably uh, – I guess shoot the bear. Yeah, and yeah. it was already hit by a car, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was hit it? by a car. It, it was had a wounded. broken leg already. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not that a leg can't heal, but I mean, is what it is. All right, Dave. Uh, obviously, a better week in the market, right? We're hitting some, uh, getting back to the highs again. We're just entering earnings season. A couple of good reports out this week. And uh, what are your thoughts? So the, the the markets overall, global trade tension really is the over theme. The entire market. The Dow. Let's start with the overseas markets. Generally down across the board, overseas. Mm. 
U.S. markets slightly up. The S&P's up maybe 4%. So we're maybe slightly ahead. Talk about the China market, 11 times earnings. Hmm. Very inexpensive and, and, and not a good time for the Chinese stock market. The European market. Well, I think the, the Chinese stock market is getting hurt because they're, they're, they're probably under the assumption that they're going to lose the trade war to Trump. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, European, 14 times earning with a 4% yield and down, but looking somewhat maybe uh, oversold. Mm-hmm. U.S. market, seven times earn, or 17 times earnings, so probably fairly valued, maybe to slightly overvalued, or in between, like uh, Glenn, you were saying, you know, we're, we're, we're vacillating back and forth. Not a lot of movement in the, in the stock market here in the U.S., but some overlying things as well. It looks like energy has come back. We talked a couple of years ago that it had really been, you know, really beaten down. Now it's come back. It's, it's, uh, they're talking about liquid natural gas in British Columbia, a $30 billion project building a project out of there and shipping it offshore, liquid natural gas, which is interesting because natural gas has not really been favored in the last four to five years. So it's, it, I see some movement there. Over U.S. corporate bonds, year-to-date down. World bonds, year-to-date down. Hmm. So uh, I, it's, it's, I think, Mike, you said something about a stock picker's market. Uh, last, not last week, but the, the week previous, mm-hmm. we talked about the three E's. General Electric, which was down, looks like it has bottomed. General Motors, I, they always seem to be in a, a quandary. But General Mills... Looks like maybe has bottomed. I think in the four percent yield. So that's a that's a take on the overall markets and as well on the. Uh, I didn't mention the Nasdaq, fairly strong, and those big companies like uh, like a Microsoft and a Netflix. Those guys have had good years, and now uh, now looking out this week, Bank of America, BlackRock, J.B. Hunt, the trucking company, Johnson and Johnson, which is in a battle over their talcum powder mess. American Express, Textron, M&T Bank. Yeah, big week. Pacific, Blackstone, Microsoft. All these companies report, so it's going to be a, it's going to be a big Huge week. Amazon had a big move this past week. You know, Amazon, we talked about, uh, we talked about Amazon last year when they announced buying uh, Whole Foods, uh, which was it, uh, Costco drops 25%. We did buy it, and now Costco is up 25 to 30 percent since then so it's been a rebound but amazon has gone even higher so this week they announced they're going to do their own switching processes which is a in other words it affects any switch maker out there like a like a a, a cisco systems hmm. or juniper networks cisco drops by two dollars which was a lot for them like about four or five percent so any, yeah. Any fear that uh, Amazon eventually gets caught up in an antitrust uh, type of you know business breakup like AT and T and Microsoft? Uh, they didn't get broken up, but it certainly affected their stock. It, it it looks like Amazon is somewhat like a Berkshire Hathaway, where they continue to they're somewhat predatory and they're allowed they're they're able to take on industries that have somewhat good margins, but but and it encapsulated into their own world of doing business hmm. and and it just doesn't stop i mean they go after glenn two weeks ago they buy pill pill box or pill <laughs> yeah they're buying up everything exactly <laughs> and walgreens who's been in business for over 100 years dropped by four or five dollars yeah 
crazy. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, well, like you said, stock pickers market. Keep uh, you know making sure you're well diversified, making sure your stocks fit the right themes, and making sure you're doing your homework, right? Absolutely. And uh, give us a call. Uh, you know, we'll negotiate a fee. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Dave. Have a great week. I'd appreciate it. Thanks, you guys. Bob. If you need uh, Dave Marriott throughout the week or you'd like to talk to any of our stock managers, you can give us a call at the office at 633-1515. Again, 633-1515. Somebody texted in if you want to text us, 3930. Uh, 20 years on the air and looking every bit of it. And feeling every bit of it as well, often. <laughs> for sure. we got gray hair. you got wrinkles. Yeah, it is what it is. My face for radio. Yeah, and the stock market actually is helping the county budget because there's more money in the pockets of people across the county. They're spending more. Sure. And our sales tax revenue was up. Sales tax revenue is actually the largest source of revenue for the county, more uh, than $400 million. Hmm. And in previous years, it would actually, uh, from December to December some years, we thought it would go up with Christmas, and it actually went down. Really? But under this economy, it is roaring, and our sales tax revenue is up for the county budget. Now, imagine if we were growing at just the national average. Right. Right? (laughs) Right. If we could just get the national average. Double that. We would be double what we're we're bringing in. We'd fix our roads and... Give people a, a tax cut they deserve. Maybe that's why Amazon's doing so. Nobody can get to the, to the mall. Record amount of uh, money going into the federal coffers this quarter. And um, again. I, I continue to say again, Nancy Pelosi said it would be Armageddon, this tax cut. Giving people back people their own money. People would die. People yeah. would die. <laughs> Instead, that's right. they're bringing in a record amount of money. Exactly what we called, by the way. Well, and actually, our son was born uh, February 8th, first week in February. And that's when I looked at my direct deposit and my paycheck. And I'm like, wow. It went up. It went up. Oh, wow. And so um, my wife, Ash, and I, we decided, you know what, whatever the difference is, we're going to sock away in a college fund uh, for our daughter, Mia, and our son, Maxim. And that's what we did with uh, the extra money in our paycheck. Wow. Well, so, I know so you're hoarding it. You're hoarding your wealth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what well, you're just that. <laughs> Everything else is going to Amazon, believe me. <laughs> All right, let's sneak in one more call, and then, uh, then we'll do a quick break, and then we'll get the story time here, because I'm dying to hear more uh, Erie County stories. Let's go to Dolores in Hamburg. Hi, Dolores. How are you? Hello. I want to thank the hosts. I want to say hello to Stefan, who I'm walking around telling, tell a woman, tell the world, and I tell him how great uh, he and Chris Collins are in our local Boston elections. But I'm, I'm very frustrated with the Democrats. I listen to a sister station next door to you. Man, they hate Trump. Well, you're my neighbor in Hamburg. My wife and I are in the village now. In the village of Hamburg? Yes, my wife and I just moved last year. Oh, you know what I found out? Orchard Park property taxes are lower. I just found that out yesterday. We're going to Orchard Park, honey. Get the van. (laughs) Here's the thing. I'm thinking about the Democrats, and there are a couple different things I'd like to bring up that are really critical and serious. Number one, um, thank you, Jay, for what you have done for the women. Uh, Absolutely. Lived that with my mom Mm -hmm. and my dad um, when I was a kid. And it makes all the difference in the world if somebody's there to help you. Thank you for, for what you've done. He needs more than $20,000. Everybody ante up on this. That's right. Ride yeah. the number four widows.com. Ride four widows.com. And anything you could donate, 10 bucks, 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jay literally rode his bike across the country. Let's, let's, let's break that record. It took 45 days. Everybody, everybody ante up, okay, if you can. 45 Forty-five dollars for for the for the dollar a day. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but anyway, I'm thinking about the Democrats. There are a couple different things that I'm concerned about. One, a lot of people when you talk about the military, which Jay was, okay. Um, did you realize? And this was in uh, Newsmax magazine. Did you realize that 
the death, you know, you have X number of military that are committing suicide every day. Yeah, 23. Oh, because of the budget, on, um, that the budget, uh, the farm budget, that double the amount of farmers are committing suicide. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I know that. And that was in the Newsmax magazine, and that's horrific. The other thing I want you to know about, and Stefan ought to know about this, I think it might have been Kennedy. I called one day because I found out that they want to tax the uh, Chicktawaga uh, 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 graveyards and use it for school, for education. No, they nice. vote. People in graveyards vote. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> they vote early and often. Well, don't, for people like Kennedy. Yeah, don't worry about that. We've got lottery money for that. Yeah, that's right. Talk to the lady that was writing this up, and she thought it was a great idea, and I made the comment. I said, I beg your pardon? The only people that tax the dead are the Muslims. Who are you writing this for? And I mean that in all sincerity. Beware, be careful. While they're running out, the Democrats are running out of things to tax. I mean, that's what they do Monday through Friday, polling cars. If he's going to show up to work, he's thinking about ways to take your money. He's not thinking about ways to grow the economy and build jobs. They think about ways... To, to grab your money. If it's Kennedy, Tim, Timmy Kennedy, I'm the same thing. Cuomo, they show up, figure out ways to take your money. Yep. Hey, I, if we're not taxing graveyards, why not, right? County spending is up more than $150 million since he took office. Yeah, got to get it somewhere. And that money should go back to the people who paid the bill, and that's the hardworking taxpayers. Whether you're a Democrat, Republican, whether you work on an assembly mi- line or you wear a white collar to work, uh, those of us in the private sector are paying the bill, and the, and the politicians need to be mindful of that. Yeah, money going back is never in the equation. And Stefan, that's not the total, correct? That's the actual increase. That's the increase. <laughs> right. Read this, gentlemen. Nobody will ever deprive the American people of the right to vote except the American people themselves. And the only way they could do this is by not voting. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Mm. Yeah, thank Good you, Dolores. Call. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. 803-0930 and star 930 if you want to join us. Can I blow off this break? You mind? You guys mind? You good with that? Yeah, good. All right, cool. Uh, can you scroll down the text board? I think, I think we've paid all our bills this week. Yeah, I, don't I, think we're, I think we're all right. Oh, uh, I mean, let's scroll down. Yeah, just see if there's any uh, stuck where it is on the text. While you're doing that, I'm going to go to another call. We'll go to Carolyn in Chautauqua. Hi, Carolyn. You have a question on Medicaid? Hi. Or comment? Uh, first of all, thank you for this program. I've been listening to it since you first started when it was completely boring. Thank you. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. It was boring. She's right. It, what? What is that? She's been listening since the beginning of the show, and it was really boring, and that's true. Beginning of this show, like no, today? No, no, I think the 20 years. Oh. 20 years? 20 years, yeah. Yeah, 20 years ago, we were terrible. See what I bring to the table, guys? It's exciting. <laughs> it's a whole new day. So it, t- so it basically took us 20 years to figure it out. That's right. We're slow learners. You added, you added politics to the money end of it and made it uh, where money meets politics. Yes, that's true. Um, my question is to Stefan. Um, I'm a pie chart type person, and I don't think people – you have explained it very well, but I don't think – some people like to visualize it. The pie chart of Medicaid in most states is half of the pie the feds pay for the Medicaid cost and half of the pie of Medicaid the states pay. That's correct. New, thank you. New York is one of a few states, for some reason, who divides that state half and, and shoves it down to the county. Mm-hmm. Eight, that's correct. I, 
are you looking for a job? Would you like to come to our office to help me explain this to taxpayers? You're right. And that's a great way to put it. New York State's one of the few states that forces counties as an unfunded mandate from Albany. They force us to pick up 25% of the state's half of Medicaid. And in six of the last 10 years in a report we did recently showed that we co- we paid more in Medicaid for that bill than we did collecting property taxes in Erie County. And that's a great analogy. It's a great way to put it. Can I borrow that, please? You may. You may. And uh, I just texted and politely corrected you. New York State does not have the Cadillac of Medicaid. It has the Porsche program. Most states have the Ford version. That's right. I did <laughs> right. text. Thank you very much. And, you know, I think the last statistic I, I saw years ago, they used to talk about this a lot, but I haven't seen it lately. I'm sure it's still the same, that New York spends as much on Medicaid as California and Texas combined which is together which is really scary it's when you're insane. throwing california in there and here's the problem <laughs> right, with that right is that states get to cherry pick what they provide so yes while medicaid and certain programs are mandated new york state actually chooses the more expensive costs when it comes to medicaid and those of us in erie county we have no control of how New York State spends their oh, Medicaid. Really? We have no control whatsoever. It's like a constitutional thing like taxation without representation. Where have I heard that before? Mm. We have to pay the bill. Soviet Union? I don't know. <laughs> Unreal. Comment. I have one more comment. Mm-hmm. Stefan, um, in Chautauqua County, our county taxes, about 50 cents on the dollar goes to Medicaid. And I think Erie County, it's closer to every dollar you pay for your county tax is going to Medicaid. And some years more than every dollar. Okay. Now, my question to you is, since you are good with numbers, if the county did not have the responsibility of paying for Medicaid, if it shifted to the state, like most other states, and people had all that extra money, and they were spending it on things and generating sales tax revenue... What would that mean to the overall economy of the area? It, it would mean we'd be growing like other parts of the country are growing. But, oh. but you're assuming that if we don't have that expense, that the county is going to lower the property tax. Well, here's which, what I – and actually, it's, I'm so glad this question money. came up because Congressman Chris Collins is actually pushing for this mm-hmm. when it comes to the uh, repeal of so-called Obamacare. We came out with a proposal that said uh, we would give – taxpayers, 75% of that money that we spent on Medicaid would go back to taxpayers in the form of a tax cut. And then I wanted to spend 25% of that. Roughly, I mean, if you take the $200 million, roughly $200 million Medicaid bill, I wanted to return $150 million to taxpayers in the form of a tax cut and then dedicate an additional $50 million towards road repair. Hmm. That was my plan that I proposed when Chris Collins was fighting uh, to force New York State to pick up the tab. And they should. Uh, That's a great question, though, because, yeah, sales tax revenue would go through the roof. Yep. Yeah, and to answer your question, what would happen What would happen is we'd actually grow like the rest of the country. right? right. We're growing at half the rate of the rest of the country, even with the, quote, Buffalo billion. That's right. Thanks, Thanks for the call, Carolyn. Appreciate it. Thank you. 803-0930 on Star 930. Uh, I hope they didn't separate that bear from its children. Somebody oh, texted him. It's true. God <laughs> forbid. Black bear lives matter. I actually yeah. called Amherst police. I really did. Yeah. Uh, and I just said, hey, you know, you guys did a great job. Yeah. And gals. They did a great did. job. under. It's always tough. Nobody ever wants to hurt an animal. It's a bear. Hit by a car. It's a bear. Yeah. And yeah. they had to make a tough decision. Obviously, nobody got hurt. They did the right thing. And, yep. you know, of course, they're, I'm sure they're getting threats from the bear people and everything else. But it's not right. It's a bear. Yep. Okay. It's not. It wasn't a kid. 
was anything like that, you know, it was a bear. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. And they had to do what they had to do. So anyway, 803 and Star 930. Let's see. It's lower. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go to Tony on a cell phone. Hi, Tony. How are you? Fantastic. So you taking my call? You betcha. Social Security. If you don't retire, you want to keep working because I own a business. Mm-hmm. What is the age at which you are not penalized for making income? Your, your full retirement age. So that could be either 66 or 67. Once you reach that full retirement age, you can earn as much as you want. If you're before that, they're going to take it back from you. Yeah. So you have to look at your actual statement or go online to uh, uh, socialsecurity.gov, and you can find out your full retirement age right there. Fantastic. I appreciate it. Yep, All right, you, you got it. Or you it's... can call uh, Mike Hayflick at our office at 633-1515, and he can probably, based on your birth date, uh, tell you off the top of his head. That'd be easier <laughs> That's for right. as well. All right, exactly. thanks, Tony. That's uh, Mike Hayflick at our office, uh, certified Social Security claiming strategist at 633-1515. And that person that just texted is absolutely right. Had that bear hurt a human, the same people would be complaining now that took down. And, and they're right. I mean, yeah, why didn't they it's do one anything? of those lose-lose situations, right? And, and again, hats off to the Amherst police for doing the right thing. And, and again, the, the, the patience of a saint to whoever that officer I was, was listening. That, that held the press conference and, and answered the questions to the best of his ability. Yeah. If Again, if you have a press credential, just because you can ask a question doesn't mean you should ask a question. There's, there's been some texts of some of our <laughs> listeners asking you to run for different offices. Yeah. This is the newest one. We need you to run for governor. Too bad, go. <laughs> too bad uh, Governor Cuomo can't debate you on finances. That yeah. would be fun. Governor Cuomo can't debate too many people on much of anything. Well, yeah. nor, nor can any liberal because their policies, it's so easy to poke holes in there because you can just take examples of places and say, well, we, we need to spend more money. All right, well, let's look at, let's look at Buffalo, right? The, the, we've spent a billion dollars in Buffalo, the Buffalo billion, right? If, if, if government spending spurred economic growth, we would be we would you know, be the paradise. We would be yep. the mecca of of. We would uh, have two percent unemployment rates yep. and three, right? four, five percent growth rates. Instead, we have one percent and massive right. unemployment. Before we run out of time, I want to circle back to the uh, to the contractors issue. You know, I've, we've had a lot of construction folks and and, uh, and and business owners that that are construction guys that build you know a lot of county stuff and whatnot. Uh, obviously, there's going to be an increased cost when you force employers to hire people from certain zip codes. And what I'm hearing from some of the, you know, my friends in that industry and our clients' industry are, Glenn, I've got to find the guy. It's hard to find to begin with. He's not qualified because so that becomes a risk not only to themselves but to my other employees. Yeah. So typically, what we do is we say, you go sit over there in a the corner, here, you know, <laughs> eat here, lunch all day. Honest to God, here's yeah. a, here's an iPad. Just so we can say you're at you the want, zip code. What but a joke. you have to be here on site. You got to have your hard hat on, but please don't touch any tools. What kind of impact cost-wise is it going to have to to all the county projects that happen going forward? Just as bad as it would be if we actually have this affordable housing uh, idea. Mm-hmm. That, again, that would force private developers to give some of their apartments uh, to the working poor. Hey, didn't the federal government do something similar like that with the banks a few years ago that might have caused an issue or two? Mm-hmm. Almost collapsed our economy. Bubble. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, it, it's and th- and that's the problem is when people in the public sector who have no idea what it's like to actually work in the private sector and they impose these rules and regulations on the private sector uh, and they have good intentions but these policies wind up hurting companies they lay people off and then it hurts the local economy yeah, think about that we want you to build a building and you're literally going to give away part of that building it's That's un-American. Right. Yeah, they'll, they'll, I'm sure they'll be lining up to build that building. Right away. Right. When, when my family came to America in 1965, when my Baba passed away, my grandmother, I found some of the old paperwork. 
and they saved exactly $4,500 to buy a house at William & Fillmore in the front, uh, and then we lived in an alley in the back. They paid cash, and they earned it. It was yeah. theirs. Yep. It was their home. Had, had to learn English. They had to learn English. Again, when my grandmother passed away, I found her old workbooks when she took English classes. Wow. Uh, I mean, I jokingly say she learned it from the numbers 1 through 75 in B-I-N-G-O, but, <laughs> but I actually saw the yeah, book. Whatever, whatever works. Whatever and it, works. And it was so adorable because my Baba was writing literally C. Jane Run, C. Spot, th- that kind of yeah. sentences yeah. to learn yep. English. Yep. Yeah. No, no uh, welfare back then. Hey, they have a sponsor. Yeah, that's Their right. Sponsor, yeah. My my grandfather, my Dido, and my Baba. They worked at Mercy Hospital. He was a, she was a janitor. He was a maintenance man. And they went. And my dad was a typewriter repairman. They right. went to work. No government handouts, and they survived. And they still yeah, made it. They made it. it. Wow, it look what happens. Uh, between Simonelli, Percoco, Governor Como was uh, kind of pinned down. I don't know how they got this question out, but they asked him that question this week in regards to did they, did they bear any responsibility. For what are the comments regarding Simonelli specifically and the rid bigging? Did you did you have a chance to hear those comments from Governor Cuomo? And if you did, what are your thoughts? Yeah, we we heard the idea of well, I don't know if there's any more that I could have done. And then I, I look at Mark Molinaro. I came to Buffalo in that day held a press conference in front of uh, our federal courthouse and laid out an ethics plan for New York State. And I think democracy in action. If you don't like the government you have, register to vote. And if, if you are registered to vote, make sure your vote matters and you exercise that vote in the ballot box. Because, again, Mark Molinaro, he's got a, an ethics plan with New York State because obviously what we're doing now isn't working. Right, yeah. and we will have uh, Molinaro as well as uh, I think Larry Sharp as well in the future. We will put, be putting invites out this week to all the candidates. I would love to get Cynthia. Nixon on. We know that Governor Cuomo will come nowhere near a, a microphone where, with anybody that can ask him some real questions. And, and that's the best thing. I mean, the thing about, um, again, about the liberals, I wish if they were honest about you know what they believe in, they would be willing to debate those policies against conservative thinkers like us. And that's right. I would be happy to Try to change our minds. Let's talk about yeah, it. You know, give me examples of where those policies are working. And t- you tell me, here's where the government has control of industry or the government is in, in charge of certain things. It is and show me how it's working pre- positively. Pretty impressive, the massive amount of scandals he's been involved with. And the points lead he has in that race. And it, and it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But even when you look at the differences in opinions, you talk about elections and, and liberal ideology. Look, I'm a county guy that wants to cut taxes. Mark Polonkars is a liberal extremist that wants to ban plastic bags. I want to invest in our infrastructure and actually clean up our roads. He's a guy that cares more about the Paris Climate Accords than he does people who pay the bills. Yeah. And there's going to be a distinct difference between my countywide policies and that of liberal extremists. And he called himself a New York City liberal. Mark Bollinger. Wasn't wasn't he advocating bringing in a bunch more refugees as well? Oh, and yes. that's why the population's going up. Well, he was yeah, he was touting that's, that say we've grown by 6,000 people. <laughs> no, Mark, there are, there are we ser- lost 20, we brought in 26,000 refugees. 26, yeah. refugees. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, Stefan, thank you so much. <laughs> for, we, thanks, we, guys. Lost, we lost 20,000 right. taxpayers. That's right. <laughs> uh, Stefan Mahilu, Erie County Controller. Maybe thank we'll you, gentlemen. The race in the future. We really appreciate you taking time on a Saturday afternoon. If you need us throughout the week, folks, do manage money for a living. If you want to come in and meet with one of our investment professionals, you can call us at the office. 6331515 again 6331515 maybe next week buffalo billion we'll talk a little bit about they convicted yeah. these folks they're going yeah. to jail yeah so. no doubt we'll talk about that next week and uh, again thanks to uh, Ron Wasco Mike Lomas I'm Glenn Wiggle with the financial guys we'll see you next week here on news radio 930 WBEN